You know what time it is. It's time for the Shaw's Law Podcast. You know who I am and what I do. Rob Shaw, a.k.a. The Pod God, a.k.a. Harry Potter. And today I'm joined by not one, but two of the interwebs' favorite personalities. At Made by Hendrix. Please don't forget the underscore between by and Hendrix the homie Keith, and you know him as the Playgrounders' own, not the NFL player, at fake Zach Wilson. What's up, gentlemen? I just took a sip of my water and spilt it all over me as you were doing that intro. <laughs> I've, I'm soaked. What's right going now. on, man? Oh, man. So I brought the homies on today. We're going to do NBA awards for Zach and myself, I actually have our preseason picks pulled up. Oh, man. We did those? We did those at the Playgrounder. We never <laughs> released them. Oh, no. Oh, right. We did. So I just hit Nick, and I was like, yo, where are those? And he, was, <sighs> and he sent me the link. So I have ours, and yours, yours looks better than mine. Okay. I guess that's a good sign. I know. I don't think I got a single one. I don't think I'll match a single one off uh, just my recent memory or immediate memory, but... Yeah, my, my, the only my, my, thing my... I did get right this year was these Phoenix Suns looking great. I'm still waiting for everyone to jump on the bandwagon with me. Keith, will you be jumping on the bandwagon? I can't go for that. Hell, Melvin and the Blue Oats. Let's play it. No, no can do that. Is it because it looks like they're going to get the two seed and like wind up with the Lakers after the play-in? I mean, I thought they were going to lose in like the first or second round anyway. Oh. Tis the nature of Chris Paul teams, is it not? The, the second, but like getting to the second round is it for Phoenix not? is a win. That's a big maybe depends on what you consider vigor for Phoenix. And then you'll have to remember it was led by a 36 year old point guard who's probably either going to be on his way out or on the way down. And then they're going to be stuck with the lottery squad they had beforehand. You think actually believe these guys' merits improved into? let's say a perennial Western conference contender. Maybe not a Western conference contender without Paul, but I do believe that they are essentially a pencil in playoff team with or without Chris Paul, because of the improvements of Mikhail Bridges and Deandre in, and a stud, a flat out stud in Devin Eugene Booker. Are we really even sure that the Lakers are going to finish seventh, though? I don't know. The, like, they're only a game back of Portland, and Portland's remaining schedule after Houston is Utah, Phoenix, and Denver. It looks like it, though, because LeBron is still saying he's, you know, tentative to play. Well, he's never going to be healthy again, he said. He's just pre- he's just prepping the narrative. Yo, he says the most dramatic shit sometimes. I'm never going to be healthy again at this point. All right, fam. You got it. Like, like, it's not enough to have a media mafia. You also have to start the narrative yourself. Oh, man, but I am going to miss him when he's gone. It makes like, it so it's- hard to be a fan of his. Oh, I'm not. I, I, I don't have to be a fan of his. I just do understand that, like, that dude is... When he's gone, we are going to look around like, damn. 
To be fair, his exact words were, he'll never be 100% again, which is completely true. I mean, he probably hasn't been 100% since he left, I don't know, Miami or maybe that one championship run in Cleveland. Like, no one's going to be 100% from the moment they hit their peak. So, technically, he's not lying. What 36-year-old is walking around at 100%? That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, he wasn't really lying. Why does he have to say it? Because it's LeBron and he's got to get all the headlines written about him. He's like, man, I've been out for a month. I got House of Highlights isn't posting me no more. I got to get out there somehow. Then he's going to come back from the playing tournament with his perfect cell introduction. Perfect cell is great. Right out the hyperbolic time chamber. After he done absorb Zion's athleticism. <laughs> and who else did they play? I think Zion. Oh, yeah. And Steph Curry's jump shot on the smoke phoenix <laughs> man it's rough to be in the valley of the sun all right i'm on, I'm, on, I'm still on the phoenix train alone like i don't think i i don't i personally don't think the lakers are finishing seventh and i think phoenix is going to beat whoever they play in the play-in as long Ooh, as they spice. don't get the lakers i think they can win their first round matchup but yeah, if I, it's the lakers okay. it's a non-starter so i predicted them to finish fourth I believe, or fifth, one of the two. And everyone told me that was too high. Clearly, they've exceeded that. And I said since the start, I would pick them to win any playoff series that doesn't involve the two LA teams. And I'm still going to stand by that. I'll eat my crow. I thought they would miss the playoffs. Okay, see, no, I knew they were in the playoffs. Like, Chris Paul's just the stimmy. Like, that is a playoff stimulus package. I didn't think he would finish the season. Better yet, he's a PPP loan. You just got to pay it back at the end. Like, you're going to make the playoffs, but you got to pay that back. Man, I've started to realize, I've started to realize after that, the Chris Paul trade and how well they've done, anything I say about the Suns is going to happen. So if I say they'll beat the Lakers, they probably will. Mm, And I guess me dragging Chris Paul means he's going to win finals MVP. That is true. Like, Zach has been, like, spot on with, like, Lakers stuff, Suns stuff on pods with me. And anytime me and Kenny do a pod, the second he says, yo, this dude sucks, Career month. J- just just throw all your stock into that player. He's coming for everything. <laughs> Who sucks now? Uh, I've been right about Blake Griffin on the Nets. I've been right about him so far. I've been meaning to ask you, did you say Julius Randle sucks before the season? Is that why this happened? No, I didn't actually. I'm just I was, checking. Um, always making fun of the Knicks. No, because they had 77 power forwards, and that's a joke within itself. But it turned out to work magically all right let's get into awards for the mvp heading into this season um hendrix you know who you had going into the season yeah lebron i had narrative i had luca and then i thought durant would be second and i had Giannis at third and everybody knows i don't really like Giannis. i was just guessing what the media would go Zach, who do you think you had? Oh, in my top three, were LeBron and Steph both in there? No, but you had Steph at number one. I had Steph at number which that's not a bad pick looking I back. Told you like you're if, cleaning me up. That's, that's actually good. pretty good. If if Clay isn't out for the year, and I mean, even realistically finishing at 10th, Steph isn't a, a horrible pick. Like he still might finish within the top five. Uh is Luca in there? Luca's number two. Number three. Is it an odd pick or is it just Giannis? It's just Giannis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which yeah, still might be true. Absurd. Huh? I think it's pretty absurd. He's not the only one's like top five ballot. 
as, voter fatigue as, is real. No, voter fatigue is real. Like they just, yeah. And then he's being punished for his playoff exit last year. Like that, that happens to dudes. Like you can't take how the much human you, element out. That, that's like the the uh, James Harden was like, how much do you want to punish a guy for losing to the NBA champions? We can't have this conversation. Me and you were too big of Harden homers for this because I, to me, the Harden and the Giannis situation are are not apples to apples. Like I think they're two completely different. Like Harden keeps getting bounced by the NBA champions in a series he's not favored in. Giannis gets bounced in a series he's favored in. At least last year he was favored. That's fair. That's fair. And then they got trounced in like comical fashion. Wasn't like five game series. Yeah, they, they got worked over. Um, they did lose to the eventual NBA champions two years ago, Zach's Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Team Canada. All right. So who are, uh we'll go to you first, Zach. Who's your MVP now that the season's over? Uh I mean, I went with the very popular opinion of the guy who probably will win it, and that's Jokic. This guy, uh I mean, statistically, as always, he's just ridiculous but this year he just literally doesn't miss like he's shooting over 40 percent from three uh he's average yeah he's averaging the most points in his career i mean the highest assists highest rebounds are tied for highest rebounds he's insane and then just the fact that jamal murray goes down for the year will barton is out whoever else like everyone's out for their team Monty morris isn't he he's even out for a bit and they're still not even just staying afloat but kind of like climbing up the standings while all these guys are out I uh yeah, Jokic the Gumby uh, he just yeah, he's 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 really good and watching him play is insane because it's still it like okay, I don't know how else to explain it but it's like the most unesthetically aesthetically pleasing game I've ever seen. He's got a pretty novel game. It, yeah, it's like at first you're watching it for the hilarity of it and you're like, "Oh, this shit works." And then occasionally he'll whip a behind the head no look pass to an open cutter that no one saw but him. You're like, oh my god, savant. Well, even like his form is pretty ugly, but just the arc of the shot and the way it literally touches nothing but net, it goes in every time. Even his uh, what do they call it? The soundboard shuffle. His post fade is is atrocious. <laughs> no, it's so. And it's... he hits he hits that from three. I don't know who he hit it over this season. But I saw it. The thing is, he has one of those games like. Every time, like, somebody's unathletic, they hit you with the, oh, he's got the old man YMCA game. No, no, no. That Like, mm-hmm. he's really old man YMCA game. Like, weird footwork. Like, just stuff that you do from playing all the time where you try different things and you're like, oh, wait, if I step sideways and then jump off one foot, this works? Wait, oh, hold man, up. This is kind of cool. So is it, like, unanimous he's the MVP of the panel? Like, all three of us agree? Unless you're going to disagree. No. Nah. No, no, I'm on board. All right, what about Zach? Can you make the case for Chris Paul to be on the ballot? Oh, I, I think I definitely can. I have him. I don't know where I have him, but I think he'll be top five. Uh, I think he basically just resembles what the name of the award is, where it's most valuable player. Aside from, typically, it kind of just goes to you know the best player, best season. Where Chris Paul this season, or just throughout the entirety of his career, has resembled what a valuable player is like statistically his numbers 
honestly aren't anything great. But just the fact that this team went from what they finished like ninth or tenth, a team that basically everyone was screaming when they got even invited to the bubble. And now they're maybe going to finish with the best record in the league. We'll have to see with a, a, a week left in the season. He's just, he has rode that team amazingly. And I like, maybe you could argue Booker's been, no. you know, a better player ish, but more impactful, easily Chris Paul. Uh, Hendrix, you want to reply before I jump in? About Devin Booker. No, you or, don't have to come to my podcast to shit on Devin Booker. You can just give thoughts on Chris Paul. I don't think uh guys should be in MVPs for their seventh best season just because the team happened to improve around them. Like we were all celebrating Phoenix's offseason beforehand. Like when they signed Jay Crowder and then the improvements of someone who could legit be first team all defense and uh Mikel Bridges, Bridges. DeAndre. DeAndre Yaton, he's got a little bit better. I don't know if he's still on the juicy juice, but he got a little bit better. And uh, uh, Devin Booker was kind of miscast as being the engine off of offense, and he looks a lot better working as a cog, which is kind of my – was my, always my thing about him. And now it seems like all those things kind of work together. Now, I'm not saying you could have replaced Chris Paul with, let's say, a Rondo and get the same effect, but it was clear they needed – like a four general on their court to kind of make it go, especially after their, what was it? Nine game win streak in the bubble. Yeah. yeah they won, uh, they won every game. They didn't lose. Yeah. They, they went undefeated. Yeah. So the seeds were there clearly for, let's say like how Zach predicted a fourth seed or something like on the very high end now, because they have stone who's legitimately, even though he can't rev it up and he can channel it eventually every one off night, but who legitimately had to be a top three to five point guard all time. It's like a perfect chemistry and he stayed healthy, which is the most important thing. He stayed healthy. All right. So if Chris Paul, like if Chris Paul, like they wanted to make a real push for the Chris Paul case, he would need the reverse Russell Westbrook. Historically, when the MVP goes to the guy with the best stats on the best team, but when uh, Russ won it in 2017, he had, just mind-blowing stats that we hadn't seen in almost 40 years or so. So if Chris Paul was going to do the reverse of that, like to his stats didn't matter, he would need to be on like a 74-win team. Like he would need to go opposite of Chris Paul, like where the wins mattered so much, the wins were so high that his mediocre stats didn't matter. And I don't think, like even though they have a chance to be the one seed, it, they're not on like a historic win pace. Did that make sense? And in any case for Phoenix, like if you played for New York, we wouldn't be allowed to come outside without hearing Chris Paul's the MVP. Kind of like how they're trying to talk Julius Randle into the MVP conversation. He won't get in that, but I do think he's going to, I think he'll finish second team all NBA and have like a healthy amount of first team all NBA votes. I've heard people who have MVP votes say he's on their ballot. Well, it, I mean, it depends. He could potentially make uh, first-team All-NBA depending on how people vote because for some reason you can vote Jokic or Embiid as a forward. Uh, we'll see how many people decide to do that because realistically, Jokic and Embiid both have probably been top five players in the league and are deserving of first-team All-NBA. And you can get them both on the ballot, but we'll see how many people just look at that and think that's just stupid and one of them has to be a second-team center. But you could make people like me. 
yeah, I, I wouldn't do it either. But you can make a case realistically that he could be the second forward. Like, I feel like it should be Steph, Luka, Giannis, and Jokic. And then that second forward spot, I think, is pretty open. Can I go on my all-NBA rant real yeah, quick? Yeah, because if – wait, wait, wait. Because if we're going to knock Joel Embiid out – and I live in Philly, but I hate the Sixers, but I'll give them their credit. If we're going to knock Joel Embiid out of the race entirely because of games missed, then that means players like LeBron, KD also can't qualify for first team All-NBA because they've missed almost more or equal amount of games, right? If we're exactly. just being intellectually honest here. So that means somebody like a Julius Randle could sneak in or Kawhi Leonard isn't going to take it. So we, you're going to give it to Paul George, maybe? Right. The only the only other argument is know. that you can put Luka in as a forward and you put him in as a forward and a guy like Dame at the other guard spot. All right, all NBA rant. Fuck it, let's put Nikola Jokic at point guard. You realistically go full fuckery to the position since you can play. Nikola Jokic Jokic as a secondary point guard makes more sense than as a forward secondary. Like, realistically. That they have spent, him and Joel Embiid have played zero minutes at power forward their entire careers, even when their teams brought in other centers like Al Horford and that once upon a time when he played with Yusuf Nurkic, he was always the center, just like Joel Embiid was always the center. And I understand why they're voting for forward. Most likely so they can get both of them on the ballot so someone like Julius Randle doesn't get in over a Joel Embiid. But that's, I think that's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, it, it's like the NBA knows. And, Rob, we're kind of taking over your show, so no, go apologize. Ahead. I love this. this is why I brought you guys on. <laughs> but it's like the NBA knows that they should go positionless, but they're just kind of right. scared to make the full transition. So they're like, yeah, let's just put everybody at, like, two positions. And it just looks dumb. Like, they just like, need to go full positionless. Like when they took, uh, I think it was center out of the voting college, Violet in uh, the All-Star game. Let's just go front court, back court for this. And let's... Just eliminate all that. That way, at we can the very have, least, I I personally would go just. That way, we can have fucking seven, uh, three centers in first team all in team. Those are the best five guys this season, theoretically, because that's what all NBA is supposed to represent. Why not have it? Let's have Rudy Gobert, Jokic, and Giannis all take up the front court spots, and then back court Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, and get rid of it. More importantly than that, if how could a dude finish top the all NBA teams are supposed to represent who the best players are in the league. Right. The first team should just be the top five of the MVP ballad. Like you're going to, the those are the five best players according to the voters. So it's going to be nuts when you're like, well, damn. Uh, Embiid was top three in MVP, but he wasn't a top five player all on all NBA. Like, yeah. I mean, like, and this year we can look at it and think, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Cause it's a center and a center. But when we're looking 20 years back, like we count those things like, Oh, Embiid has only like four first team or whatever, because this year he made a second team, even though if he were to remain healthy all year, the MVP battle would have been between him and Jokic. And one of them would have, and one of them would have finished second team, whoever finished second in the MVP. Yeah, that's stupid. That's why it needs to be positionless. It should always be positionless because I just want the 15 best players. I want to know who the 15 best players were in the league that year. So I don't want, and I want to know in order, like you can count who has the most first team, second team votes. I don't want to see a year where Eldon Campbell is randomly in it. And I'm like, damn, Eldon Campbell was better than all those other guards, like if there's eight point guards that need to be on the first team, 
give me eight point guards and then fill in the other seven spots with the other seven best players, regardless of position. It ca- yeah, it counts too much towards legacy to be cheated out by something like the position you play. Especially when you zoom out and then there's 16 and nine, Chris Paul taking up a spot and you look and it's like 30 and 15 on the second team. How did this happen? Who was responsible for this? Oh, man. All right, let's move on to the next award. Defensive player of the year. Hendricks, who did you, who, you know who you had in the beginning of the year? Rudy Gobert. Well, you're a party pooper. Me, Anthony <laughs> Davis. And what about you, Zach? Man, I feel like OG and Anobi. Was OG in my top three? He is not. Okay. I, it had to be some order or form of Giannis, AD, Ben Simmons, and Gobert. Like, I feel like. Okay. All right. So you got, you got three, all three of them. Do you know what order you had them in? I don't even know which one of those four I left out. Uh, let's say I put AD to win. You put AD to win. Uh, Giannis second. Giannis second. And. Did I put Ben Simmons third? Ben Simmons third. Oh, what is go. this? Lakers Central? Homers? No, I just thought that if they were going to repeat, that Davis was going to take a step up and the narrative was going to be there. Like, oh, man, they had the short break. He He's ready. He's taking the mantle from LeBron. And I think you – I don't think you can win the MVP as LeBron's teammate. I don't think the narrative will ever let you. But if the Lakers like take off, you know how you reward winning teams. I thought Anthony Davis would get like a lot of defensive player of the year push. Like now we got to give him something. He can't be MVP because he's with LeBron, but we got to give him some sort of recognition. So that's where my AD thought came from. I mean, and on top of that is legitimately one of the best defenders in the league when healthy. Yeah. When healthy, I just think Rudy Gobert is, he, he just sets the standard for defensive players so far. I have, oh, he totally, he totally yeah. does. And like, that's why, like right now I have him finishing first. Cause he's the anchor of the best defensive team in the league. Mm-hmm. I just thought with him, it would be kind of the same thing with Giannis MVP of voter fatigue, where sure. Let's give him all these defensive players of the year. And then I mean, playoffs, this- his impact is not the same. This would like, be his to, third. He's to, yeah. He's about to hit by Ben Wallace right now. Right. If he wins yeah, three, this would, this would be ben his third. Four. Yeah. But then Ben Wallace have like three straight. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be so if he wins this, that's Ben Wallace, and then he has four all together. So you can legit make a case he's probably like the best defensive center of all time. But there's like this whole media, internet media, not uh ESPN, but like this whole internet media, like propaganda just to go expose him for whatever weird reason. Like they'll find clips of him trying to guard like a point guard or something, and he's getting shook. It's like, no shit, the point guard's 5'11, he's 7'1. That's supposed to happen. Or when like it was like Russell Westbrook's mission for like a whole season to try and dunk on him, even though it never worked, no matter what time they match up and it resulted in a turnover. But, you know, I'm disappointed yeah. in myself as I look at my ballot. Like I have Giannis third in MVP and third in defensive player of the year. I don't like Giannis that much. But he realistically still could finish top five in both this year. I think he realistically should. He should. I think yeah, but I think I should have just took a swing at somebody else. Like, I don't like seeing that I wrote Giannis so much. <laughs> ah, you're one of those guys. You're going to build your stake in the Giannis hate camp, Skip Bayless? No, no, no. See, but I don't hate Giannis. I think his game is how we talked about how Jokic's game is, like, somehow aesthetically pleasing but weird. Giannis's yeah. game does nothing for me. and. 
almost all the Bucks as a whole just have whack games to me. Like they're I'm part of bag Twitter. I'm part of bag <laughs> Twitter. Like there's just no Birkin bags. There's no Michael Kors, and there's not even a hint of a Louis bag. In yeah, but I got you. Don't like Mr. Fantastic around the rim? No. No. Uh, also, long arm dunks are ugly to me. You can literally argue this has been his best year of his career too. That's what I said. He's having the best. He's having a career year. Like to win MVP three times in a row, I understand you have to absolutely way outperform your past MVP year. Yeah, you got to be like '90s Jordan. Yeah, but like this literally might be his best year. Well, the, uh, and I think he might come out the East. Bill Simmons was talking about how, in order, like people that have won three straight MVPs, they always had a championship in that run before the third MVP. So Who was like, it? Maybe- Bird, Jordan. I know LeBron didn't do it because they like gave him. You didn't get three in a row. Yeah, that was weird. So like nobody has ever won three in a row without winning a championship already before the third one. So do you think, do you think if Milwaukee just say theoretically wins the chip last year, Giannis gets the MVP this year? Oh, I think he's in a real conversation for it. Like, yeah. I think that the battle, how they want somebody to be fighting with Jokic, I think Giannis is easily right there in the conversation had he won the championship last year. Isn't that, isn't that crazy, though? Like, last year's championship should have no play on this year's regular season award. It just kind of dives into the psychology of humans. Of, yeah, I was going to say. I can't vote can't... for him because this happened in the and past. And then every like, year they do this stupid thing where it's like, oh, and then the postseason happened, so how could you vote this guy for MVP? It's like, it's a regular season award. Like, people are putting Chris Paul on their ballot despite having zero notable postseason success outside of playing next to another MVP. But every other player is held accountable for the previous postseasons. Well, it is, like it's kind of stupid because in the same argument, you'll hear people say, I can't vote Giannis this year because of what happened last year's playoff. And then someone will say, then just put LeBron because he's still the best player in the league. They're like, no, but it's this regular season's reward. And it's like you're contradicting yourself completely. Talking out both sides of your mouth. Absolutely. 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 All right. So defensive player of the year. This is Rudy probably in a runaway, right? It should be. Do you have uh, any? Maybe. Uh, I think Giannis is a close second, but Rudy Gobert, top five would be Rudy Gobert, uh, Ben Simmons, Giannis, OG Ananobi. I really think OG should be like, gets doesn't get enough credit because uh, uh, Toronto kind of sucks right now. Yeah, sorry, Tampa's sorry having a rough year. Ah, uh, yes. The Tampa. No, no, See, that's oh, what I think that's playing, a real uh, thing. I think that's a real thing. Every game feeling like a road game. Yo, it's true. If you watch the games when fans were allowed in, fans weren't even cheering for them. They were going to see whoever the most popular player in the game was. So, like, they literally played played 72 road games this year, and they didn't sleep in their house once. Like, I I think that's a real disadvantage. I I said that in Tom Brady's backyard. I did think heading into the year, though, that uh, them moving to Tampa meant they automatically were going to be in the finals because the Rays were in the World Series, the Lightning won the Cup, and then Brady and the Bucks won the Super Bowl. So I thought it automatically meant they were going to the finals, but I guess Tampa's luck ra- ran out there. It worked out real well for the Celtics. Hmm. No, it, it didn't. <laughs> Man. All right. 
what's our next award? Oh, th- this is my one. This is the one I'm ready for. Rookie of the year. Um, who did you have going in, Hendrix? Who did I have coming in? Yeah. Um, I was Obi Toppin. Okay. Um, yeah. Obi Toppin. Me. Oh, I'm nasty. I'm I'm a nasty man. <laughs> the strong Killian Hayes vote at the top. Oh man, I put the Killian Hayes stamp on hard. Um, Zach, any idea who you thought you had? Did I have did I have Lamelo winning it? Lamelo is not even on your ballot. Wow, that's weird. I feel like I had Hayes and Toppin. I think I had Hayes and Toppin in the top three. Obi Toppin number one, Killian Hayes number two, and number three is Wiseman. James Wiseman. Man, I don't know what what made me not put Lamelo because maybe I was just trying to go away from popular opinion because I feel like I've always thought he was going to win. I don't even think go popular ahead. opinion though. I thought like the, not the consensus, but the overwhelming. Talk around was that he was going to have to take this long adjustment period and he was going to be like this super bust. And it just was the exact opposite. We're like, he hit the ground running. And the only reason he wasn't starting right away is because uh, Borrego's an old fashioned coach who wants the rookies to earn the spot. You know, there's no reason someone like Cody Martin should ever be taking LaMelo's minutes. Who was starting Cody, right? Devontae Graham, I think, right? It was Graham and Rogier. But uh, to the Cody Martin part, um, he was ahead of him in the rotation. And if Graham missed the game, that, that start would go to Martin as opposed to yeah. Melo. Okay. okay, that's probably what I was catching when I w- would pick up their games. They were an underrated league pass. Well, they're not underrated anymore. But at the very beginning of the season, they were an underrated league pass watch. So I had Killian Hayes, LaMelo, and Obi Toppin. And my thought with LaMelo was just it's – they have a lot of NBA quality guards in Charlotte. And I just thought it would be tough for him to have the ball enough to make an impact. And I'm, re- I was always very high on him. I just didn't realize that he's the, like the definition of the it factor. Like you're just drawn to him when he plays, but there's substance behind it. And I didn't think he would shoot it this good. Fair. And Terry Roger doesn't pass the ball to save his life. He's playing good this year, though. He's playing good. He's he's been borderline elite. Like he's been better than Kimba. <laughs> he's been yeah. Good. That trade yeah. worked. I oh, hope this Matt whole Boston team's that. just going down the train, especially now with the today's news of Jalen Brown out for the year. They're done. I gotta get on Twitter and jump on the fire Danny Ainge hashtag. Oh man, poor Danny. All right, so who do you guys have as rookie of the year now? I think it might actually be uh, Anthony Edwards. Did LaMelo miss? How many games has LaMelo missed? Oh, I got it. I got it. Because this is this is Anthony Edwards has played about 20 games more than LaMelo. Anthony Edwards has played 21 more games. And rookie of the year is normally just pull out the basketball Bible. What is that book you just this guy? This guy whipped those books. He's like, I got I got it right here. I I have a printout of basketball reference. I took I took notes, but I haven't opened it up since the till the third award. Or the fourth award, the, whatever we're on. These are the ones that I care about the most. Like, this is, the notes this is on the, the other King ones James are edition. 
of NBA history. <laughs> this guy's notes is just one page, and it's in huge letters saying Anthony Edwards, twenty-one more games. So he has that's, that's twenty-one only more note. games. And um, rookie of the year is normally who has the best points and assists. Yeah, that's all that matters. So Anthony Edwards is at twenty-seven, and he's played twenty-one more games. He's at wait, 19- wait, stop. He's averaging twenty-seven a game. No, 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 no. No points, no, no. rebounds, and assists total. Okay, okay. Anthony Edwards is only beating him in points per game. Yeah, I thought I lost something. I no, no, like, no. So he's at what? 19 points per game, five rebounds, three assists. Okay. Lamelo yeah. has played 47 games, 27 less than him, but he's averaging 16 points, a shade under six rebounds, and six assists a game. So he's at 28. And Anthony Edwards is taking nine million shots a game. Let's add that in there. I'm still giving Lamello, it to Lamelo. I'm giving it to Lamelo. I am. Because we made this mistake once with Joel Embiid and Malcolm Brogdon where we didn't give it to the best player because games played, and now Joel Embiid has this, like, just wait, dusty wait. spot. Stop. Joel Embiid played 25 games. There's a dusty spot in Joel Embiid's closet where his rookie of the year should be, but Malcolm Brogdon's mom has it, like, sitting in her china cabinet. It's rookie of the year, not rookie yeah, of I the don't, quarter. <sighs> No, but, but I think, but I think, like, if we're putting that aside, like, I don't know if MB should have won that year, but this year, I don't think a difference of 20 games is enough for how much I think LaMelo's been significantly better, That's especially fair. considering typically rookie of the year, you don't factor in team success because usually your really good rookies are playing on bad teams. And if you're a rookie on a good team, you're typically like sixth in the rotation, seventh, maybe you start if you're really good. But LaMelo's been maybe the most or second most or third most, whatever, top three best player on a playoff team. He's, He's the reason they're a playoff player team. On a playoff yeah. team. And not just like a team sneaking into the play. And like they've cemented themselves in like a top eight. Like they're going to play in the playoffs. You know, I'm play planting my flag. Jay Sean Tate, rookie of the year. Planting my flag right now. All right, where are you planting it in Rob's book of stats? <laughs> Yeah, right, right there under games played from Anthony Edwards for Jay Sean Tate, rookie of the year. <laughs> How many games has Jay Sean Tate played? All of them. Rob, open the Why book. Why are you guys <laughs> open the book? It's just a black notebook. No, it's how you pulled it up. You pulled it out like it was like the Bible. And you also right, you pulled out the basketball Bible. You said, these are my notes. And we've, pop- we've go. been going for like 20-something minutes, and you haven't even opened them till now. You even well, How many notes did you take? Well, I have my thoughts on like the bigger awards. Like my MVP thoughts are obviously there. Um, you want my defensive player of the year thoughts from the notes? Hey, uh, Rudy Gobert's like defensive Mjolnir. player of the year. The Jazz still suck. That's what my notes say. Ah, uh, they say Rudy's defensive player of the year, but Utah still sucks. Wait, you write that down? I thought that was all rifting. No, I like I wrote oh. to my notes and I just was like, oh wait, the Jazz still suck. I hate them. Ah. Uh. What, what, what do you have against Mormons? <laughs> Is that J. Cole's African basketball cart? How old? Oh, that's going to be expensive. I want to get that. Oh, man. He's going to have a, what, a top shot moment for sure. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Top shot. That's that thing they're selling. J. Cole NFTs when he hit airballs his first corner three. In Nigeria? Wherever he's playing. I don't know what team he's playing on. In the first game, he's playing Nigeria or for Nigeria. He's doing something Nigerian. Mm. All right. And when you're famous, you can really just kind of float into whatever other fame category you want, eh? Yeah, he ain't pull up Master P, though. Master P was in the NBA. Yeah, he played on the Raptors. Shout out. Percy Miller. 
<laughs> and his kid just signed with uh, HBCU. That's adorable. His his kid's kind of all right. He played with uh, Chet Holgram. Yeah. Hey, I guess where Chet's going. Zaga. We're finally, we're finally going to win next year, I think. Zaga? Yeah, zigzag. Right to the pathway program. Just give yeah. him a month or two. <laughs> Can we actually, like, please just win a chip for once? We got Bolton, that transfer from Iowa State. We got Holmgren. We got another four-star guard. I'm blanking on his name right now. I hope Timmy stays. Drew so Timmy. Close. I so did close. like Drew Timmy. I can't lie. I like the Utah Jazz of college basketball. 90s Utah. Say. Yeah, 90s Utah. Not Even though. Utah, yeah. Oh, um, didn't you get like a COVID outbreak or something that like fucked you over? Gonzaga? No, that was at like the start of the year with the first tournament. They had some COVID thing, but they were pretty good throughout the majority of the year. Honestly, uh, I, people like, I hate when people say that getting like Gonzaga sucks when they've made the finals, what, two of the last four, five years and they've lost. Like, this year, they literally went undefeated until the finals. That's not a bad year at all. You lost to an insanely good team, and it's a one-game knockout situation. It's not like you got swept 4-0 in the NBA finals. Like, that, they played that horrible like that sweep. game. They played horrible that game, but for the rest of the year, for the for the, for the past, the, the whole rest of the year, they were the best team in the nation. Um, You know what's going to help college basketball, though? Make it a little bit more enjoyable to me. I think this G League pathway thing is going to make you – if this blows up, I think it's going to end up making it better because the only people going to college are the people that actually want to be there. So I think we'll start to get college rivalries and stuff like that back. As of right now, I don't know how you guys stay following certain teams where it's just like you're just following mercenaries for six months and you're just rooting for the laundry they happen to wear. Where it's like, let's say this G League pathway thing takes off and all the quote-unquote premier NBA talent gets to go straight to the, the G League pool. Then the people who actually want to be in college for, let's say, three, four years go to college basketball, and now you have an actual team to watch grow and develop. Then, let's say, year four, you get that payoff of a championship. I think that'll help. That'll help the fans of the specific colleges, but it won't help, like, the popularity of the game from the casual. Because no one's going to be tuning – no one tunes in just to watch, like, a bunch of seniors and juniors duke it out. You know, they watch – they go to watch Zion or Jalen Suggs or whatever, Cade Cunningham, like – I think most people, though, when they tune in in March and they watch the tournament just because out of tradition and they're sitting there oh, watching yeah, teams. Yeah. They March watched, Madness yeah. ratings will never go down. Watching teams they haven't watched all year and think their opinion matters. I just think – I still think – Kentucky sucks. We're never. Um, <laughs> so we're never going to get – Coach Cal sucks. We, well, we, we will – Never going to get a title Cal again? Slander here. There will be no Cal Slander. <laughs> You'll never get a title again? The closest you might, we'll get to a t- title is a Drake feature. Oh, we we really might not. Like, do Kentucky players? Do Kentucky players ever win NBA titles when they're not being carried by high school drafts? You mean like LeBron? No. Like Anthony Davis has one. Yeah, yeah. Rondo has two. Has a sidekick. Yeah, yeah. But Rondo played kick. with LeBron. Rondo played with LeBron and KG both drafted out of high school. AD played with LeBron drafted out of high school. Kentucky Kentucky players can only win if they play with guys who were drafted out of high school, dude. Nobody, the only number one picks with rings in the league are either LeBron James or have played with LeBron James. And that's number one draft picks. Like, Why do all Kentucky guys level out of sidekicks? That's the real question here. 
who doesn't level out as a sidekick? There's only there's only like three alphas in the league. Not even a good sidekick, you know, like bat, like Robin. You know, y'all like the T-Mobile flip up sidekick. Y'all that First sidekick. of all, don't do that because you know if sidekicks <laughs> came out right now, they could fight with the iPhone. You're a liar and you know it. No, if Villanova guys out, never fail. Not with T-Mobile. If they came out with like a, a available to every carrier, the sidekick could fight with the iPhone right now. The same sidekick that if you flicked it too hard would break. No, 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 no. Yes, that did no, happen. The 2021 sidekick, not, not. I don't want the 19. I don't want the 2004 version. Yeah, y'all not gonna. Can, can we move on? This is stupid. <laughs> um, They're almost as useless as Kentucky. Go. Most improved player. Most improved player. I think oh, this. There is we a go. Speaking of Kentucky. Yeah, most nah. improved player. This is a runaway. Because they come into the league sucking. No, I'm, okay, I'm done. I have no reason to roast Kentucky. I don't actually. I have nothing against them. But fuck Kentucky. Um, look at this. Me, in my Kentucky homerism, who do you think I had as my most improved player? Is it Julius Randle? Devin no, Booker? Uh, I took SGA. I thought he was going to have – and he had a really good year. He was super good. And then I had DeAndre Ayton. And I had Kobe White. All three of those guys improved very well. Zach, do you know who you had? I think DeJounte's in there somewhere. Yes, he is. Uh, I think OG Ananobi's probably in there. He was one. You have one and three. Who do you think was two? Oh, man. I What team? Um, he has the same last name as DeJounte. Oh, is it Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray. You thought he was oh, going to you thought he was going to be bubblicious. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was. And then we found out this season that he just dipped back down. The bubble is the only time Jamal Murray has outperformed expectations. Like, if we're being real, he's been solid. He's been a good player. But the but as soon as people think he's going to take a step up, he never does. The bubble was the only time we were like, wow, impressed with him. So we just going to keep attacking Kentucky, dude. It doesn't matter if we try and stop. We're going to attack him, huh? <laughs> Hendrix, you want to get in? Like, I didn't even um, take that in. Um, who did I pick? I picked coming into the season was definitely Christian Wood. You probably picked think... Frank Kaminsky. That's not funny, Zach. <laughs> I'm not then, <laughs> Tyler Eulis. <laughs> First of all, I love Tyler Eulis. We're not going to do this. Aaron Harrison. Do you think he could get in the league? <sighs> he got, he got <laughs> replaced. The Harrison twins got uh, market corrected by the Martin twins. Not if you got to guard Joel Berry. <laughs> He'll never get in the league if he has to do that. <laughs> oh, Honestly, Villanova players are the only Wildcats who succeed. Josh Hart, let's go. Kyle yeah. Lowry. Villanova players actually don't fail. Like, they tip, they rarely turn out as all-stars, but they don't fail in the league. That's that Ivy League success, not that McDonald's bag money. We're not going to do that because there was a Villanova guy that I absolutely loved. And now he is nowhere to be found. I just can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, you loved big. him that much. Uh, he was on the Knicks. At Amari the start Spellman? Of the Amari <laughs> Spellman. Ah. Uh, did I love? I thought he could be fat Draymond. Fatter Draymond. J- Jared Selinger Jr.? Yeah, like he, the shooting stroke was just so pretty. Ah. Deep cut. Shout out Ohio State. Uh, <coughs> but, uh Christian Wood, but since Christian Wood missed like half the season, I'll probably go with uh, Kevin Porter Jr. We're going to keep that that uh, trophy home. That guy's so good at basketball. 
He's yeah, if he, 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 he could just uh, keep his hands to himself, he'll be fine. <laughs> I'm praying we can make it through the offseason with him. Man. You guys got you got a better return for Kevin for with a second round pick than you got in the Harden deal. Oh, we're taking it there. That's what we're doing now. This is how so we're doing. Tell this. me I'm wrong. You guys gave up a second round pick and got what looks like he could be a future franchise cornerstone, and then you traded a top five to six player in the league and got a box of Cracker Jacks for Kelly Olynyk. Let's go. The great Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olenek's a Gonzaga He's been guy. better he's than Oladipo that? since the trade. He has. I mean, Oladipo hasn't played, but he's <laughs> Olenek's been amazing. Exactly. Olenek's a Gonzaga guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, sir. The, the Gonzaga guys don't play. Can't tell. It all comes full circle. You, you, you can't Canadian. tell. You can't tell he's from Gonzaga. You can't tell, really. And he's Canadian. He's in Zach's yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah. Team Canada. I've already roasted a couple Canadian Kentucky players. Actually, I didn't roast Shea. I roasted Jamal Murray. Um, but all Jamal. Yeah. Honestly, my personal most improved is Daniel Orton. He uh, was really good in college. Came into the league, kind of flopped out, but he really looked good this year. Daniel Orton cut is so <laughs> wild. There's gonna be real hoop heads who have no idea who that is. <laughs> the only order we're acknowledging at this moment is Randy, and that's for his, his war with Soldier Boy on Twitter. It's been going insane. Did anybody see this Julius Randle season coming? No, not no. at all. They no. were real. If you said the Knicks were going to finish with the worst record in the league, you were not looked at as crazy. Yeah, because fuck the Knicks. 24, 6, and 10. Insane. The Knicks are supposed to suck. And, and as we guy, mentioned, he could finish first team all NBA. I actually he think they do second suck. Team I kind of think this is a fluke. I actually think I don't they know do if he could do this again. Oh, I didn't want to say it, but I know what you mean. Like, yo, he might be like this this year, but I don't know if he I don't think this is him the rest of his career. Hey, I got a question for you guys. You might have seen this. I posted it on Twitter, but let's say realistic because this isn't just me being a homer. I think this Raptors team is like the best bad team like ever. She. If the Raptors were magically just thrown into the playoffs, who would you favor in a Raptors-Knicks series? Oh, the Raptors. I don't think the Knicks are good. I don't think the Knicks Raptors, are good. Hawks. The Ra- I like the Hawks. I like the Hawks. Uh, I, don't like, I actually think this Raptors team could do damage in the play. They're not going to make it. But I think they're better than a lot of the teams in the playoffs. I don't know what, what happened this year. I mean, as we talked about, probably playing in Tampa did not help, but... Yeah. And then and COVID it, hit them pretty hard. And there's like a mutiny going on with Pascal Pippen and uh, the rest of the... And Nick Nurse, right? Pascal yeah. Pippen is funny. Yeah, that's... I don't that's know why... best served that. But why, I don't know, like, people talk about that as if it's a bad thing. Like, he, he, he can be the second best player in a championship team. He's not going to be your best. Anyone who yeah. thought he could be the best player in a championship team... You were wrong from the start. Being yeah, like the if he went best to, player on a championship team still makes you really good. Yeah, like if he went to Kentucky, he would be allotted for being a sidekick his whole career. It's, isn't that right, Kyrie? There's exactly. Three. There's three dudes that can probably be that have proven they can be the best. Four that have proven they can be the best player on a championship team Who in the league. Right Fitch? Now. That, that's it. Like y- y'all gonna stop killing sidekicks? I think there's four. There's four. Kawhi, Steph, Durant, and LeBron. That's the list. And Jokic. 
Steph, KD, <laughs> LeBron, and Kawhi. That's the list. I honestly, okay, I'm gonna be honest. Jimmy I'm Butler, gonna, no. I'm gonna be killed for this. No. I, I, I don't. I think. I don't well, know. I'll say KD I slander. KD slander no, 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 on the no, way. It's. I, no, I totally. I love KD. He's on my fantasy team. He, he's barely uh, played this fuck. year, but he's been killing was, it for me. I was getting ready to tee up. <laughs> but I'm gonna say I realistically think that Giannis could be on this list. It's fair. <clears throat> so I guess my point about this list is. They've proven it. They've actually done it. Is what I was saying about those. Four. Right. Right. Yeah. So like there's there's definitely another list of guys that you think could. Like Giannis is uh, probably the first one that comes to mind. Um, Harden. I don't know if I'm all the way there on Yogi, Harden, but Harden. But like that. Luca. Luca. Luca is gonna be a maybe. Man. I think maybe. I think you Luca might be a couple years away. Yeah, maybe. I think that's why I, I say a, Luca's gonna be on that list. Yeah, I have a question. Let's say you switch uh situations. Let's say you switch Giannis and Kawhi situation. Like Giannis was drafted by the Spurs and then ended up on the Raptors team where all he had to do was be better than DeMar DeRozan and they would have won the title. Do you think their careers play out much differently? Or are we talking about I Giannis think, in the same way we talk about Kawhi? No, Giannis with uh Chip Inglewood in the Spurs system. Is super scary, and I also don't think he'd ever leave. No, because let's think about it. like Kawhi has never been in a situation where they had to build a team around him from the mud and like really rely on his talents. Like he was <coughs> inherited by the Spurs, who were at that point the uh, they were on the back nine of their like dynastic thing, but they were like the mid two thousands dynasty. And then he went to a Raptors team that was already made be like people forget that Raptors team was in the game seven against LeBron. It just hell happened. All he had to do was go there and be better than DeMar DeRozan. There's no disrespect to DeMar DeRozan, but that's not really that hard for someone we consider an MVP-level talent. No, I I agree. I think – so this is what happened to LeBron the first time in Cleveland. Sometimes a player gets too good too fast. Um, it happened to Anthony Davis, like – Hey, we're you're not making the playoffs, but we're not going to get the one seed. We're going to the number one pick. We're going to get the tenth pick and get Austin Rivers. Sometimes, like otherworldly talents, get too good, too fast, where you can't build around them because you stop getting other high lotto picks, and you're in a small city. Well, that didn't also, happen to like, Kawhi. And also, you're gonna give your team crazy good regular seasons, and the playoffs are just going to be a different story because you're too young. I think that's what's happening to Jason Tatum too. Like I don't yeah, think they, um, no, the Bucks had some top ten picks. They just f- failed miserably. Like Jabari Parker, but he was there before Giannis, wasn't he? Was he? I don't. I think he was. Pull, there. Up, pull up your basketball Bible. I'm he sure you. There. I think he was there after Giannis. <laughs> he oh Giannis is the twenty what thirteen draft that's uh, like and like and Jabari's twenty fourteen. Yeah. Okay. And he, then Jabari was like what a top ten pick, right? Jabari was, was the second two. pick or the. He was, he was two. He was two. He was two. Yeah, and then Behind Joel Embiid. He was uh, between Wiggins and Embiid. The Kansas. right. So imagine a front court of Giannis and Joel Embiid, and Scalabissier. Scalabissier, yeah. And then you go get the president of uh, Malcolm Brogdon in the second round, right? That's where he went. Yeah. So Malcolm. theoretically, they could have had Brogdon, Embiid, and Giannis all on the same team. Like that's a finals team as of right now. That's a dangerous dangerous team 
What about DeAndre Liggins? You think he would make that six man on that team or what? I, I love as DeAndre as, Liggins as long as he has the well. DeAndre Liggins a, is good money in my book. Scal was the biggest disappointment I'd ever seen in my life. Everyone that goes to the Kings is a disappointment, except for everyone that goes to Kentucky. That was him as a basketball player. Ah. He could have went anywhere in the world, and he was going to be a disappointment. <laughs> Kentucky just doesn't produce great players. I know, like that yeah. Anthony Davis guy, and they'll produce good players. At Devin best. Booker, like they, there's really no merit to those studs. You know, you know that's like that's like saying I make the world's best mashed potatoes. <laughs> First of all, mashed potatoes are elite. Like in the elite side dish, but are you. <laughs> There's four guys. We've had this conversation. There's four of them. Marquise Y'all have zero. Uh, Marquise Teague is. Oh, we won a national championship with him. What does he do in the league? Um, he he caused Tom Thibodeau to get gray hair on a baldy. I don't even hate Kentucky like this. I don't know why I'm going on this. It's hilarious. Can I can I, can I give some love friends. to Can I give some love to a Raptor for most improved in a uh, Chris Boucher? This guy. A lot of people say it was just an opportunity increase, but I don't I don't think that at all. There was some moments last year. He had some moments, but he'd have to play in like five minute spurts because there was even times where they would try to put him in for longer and it just wouldn't look good. This guy came off the bench and was firing. He his three point percentage went up seven percent. His points per game went up about eight. His rebounds went up a couple. Like he looks like a legitimate rotation player now. And his size doesn't affect him. Like he rebounds and like really fights inside. Toronto probably has the best player development in the league, like bar nine. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. No, and and just best draft close. and just best drafting skill or whatever you want to consider. Nick that Nurse came from the Spurs, right? No, he came from Houston's G League, and then he was on the. Raptors that is bench. right. That is right. He did win titles with us in Rio. Yeah, and, and then he was he was a and then he was a Raptors assistant. Yeah. All right. Randall's everybody's most improved. No. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. I'm not giving him no love. That, that's I totally. This I is totally. Uh, I would put Christian Wood on that list if he didn't miss that much time. Think about it though. Like he's averaging what 23 and 10. Two years ago he was averaging 21 and nine. So it isn't that far away from his other season. They're giving him a lot of love because the Knicks are winning. But I think it's kind of fluky how the Knicks are winning. And then he's playing 40 minutes a game to only get. Had what his his best season, yeah, but it's only a slightly improved improvement over his other season. So am I really going to call him most improved for averaging three more points and one more rebound? But this is about rewarding winning. Like you know how some awards you can't you reward the team by giving it to an individual player. This is one of those situations. Fuck the Knicks. But in, the case, of Kevin Porter, in, in the case of Kevin Porter Jr., it's hard to give it to a guy who played half the games he did in the year before. <laughs> Rob, whip out the Bible. Lay it on the facts. Yeah, pull it up. Games played log. Well, I just know that Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> is, should have been. My exactly book says that Anthony Edwards played 20 more games than uh, Kevin Porter Jr. You got to blow the dust off and summon it like Mjolnir. Oh, man. You... Y'all this is horrible this? Like, radio. They're, they're like, we need to video record notes. this. Sometimes you're a professional, and th- this is the hate you get. You took your notes. You had your notebook ready, and this is how you took notes to only look at them for something you could have easily memorized as Anthony Edwards playing 21 more games in LaMelo. I haven't seen you look at that book one more time. But I needed to know how the 
the points, rebounds, and assists stacked out. Because that's all that matters for rookie of the year is, hey, who has the top of that? Let's it's basketball reference. That's like looking at a yeah. yellow book when you should have contacts in your phone. Type it in. Google's your friend, bruh. Sometimes Google's too slow. Like you, you write it down and boom, it's there. You just flip it open. Rob Shaw knows more than Google. The... I guess you were like, I guess you were like Usain Bolt whipping out that book. That was pretty quick. Shaw Stadamus. <laughs> Come on, man. You know I'm Quicksilver. I've been fast. <laughs> okay, what award do you want next? Six man or coach? Sixth man. Who did you have coming in, Hendricks? I don't think. Pretty sure it probably was someone like Schroeder. That's who I had. My, my I Lakers had Schroeder. Who did Zach have? I I couldn't even tell you. I feel like Norman yeah, Powell was. Is, on I don't list. even think I thought about it that hard. Norman Powell was on your list. Which, if he didn't start yeah. all these games, he totally would be. Homer. Uh, I can't even. Did I have Schroeder on my list or no? No, you had Spencer Dimwitty. Mm, that would have been a good pick. You forgot about him because he tore his ACL like six games in. Hey, right. Forget about him. He just doesn't count. And then Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> did ah. I actually? You had Jordan Clarkson as third. Yo, what? <laughs> my list, my predictions weren't play. that bad. My preseason predictions were not that bad. Not at all. I hate watching him play. He's almost <laughs> as bad as Colin Sexton with this. I'm going to dribble the air out the ball and shoot when I can. I had Jordan Clarkson in my predictions. I'm 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 putting that in like my IG bio. You must be subscribed to his OnlyFans. <laughs> oh man, I hope Jordan Clarkson. Does. That is nasty. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <coughs> um, have you guys heard about the Joe Ingles push? I have Joe Ingles over Jordan Clarkson. You have Ingles over Clarkson now? Bogdanovich. Joe Ingles is the most efficient player in the history of the world. He's also Paul George's father. Abusive. <laughs> and I think I think the Jordan Clarkson hive went so hard at the beginning that they haven't realized how much he's dropped off. And I like he's still playing good, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's just useless now, but and how is, annoying he is to watch. He was so amazing at the start that now he's just kind of all right. Where Joe Ingles, I think, has just been consistent as anything, shooting 46% from three and a 66.8 effective field goal percentage. And I think he's the most impactful player off the bench for Utah. I think we need to stop just giving it to the guy who can put in the most buckets off the bench. Yeah, and we give it to the guy who's making the biggest impact off the bench. The Lou Will Award. That was always the argument, right? Where it's like, should we give it to Lou Will or should we give it to Andre Iguodala? And Lou Will will always win, but Andre Iguodala – over and over again was clearly the more impactful player. So that's kind of the argument we're going. I took a deep time going uh, Bogdanovich. I think because he's starting down the stretch that kind of tooks it out, though, for the Hawks at least. But, yeah, just because I hate I hate watching Jordan Clarkson play basketball. Not that he's you know who, bad at it. It's just very annoying. You know who I put third on my list that I probably wouldn't put third if I had a real vote? But since this is just kind of fake for fun, I wanted to give this guy a shout-out. Is Jalen Brunson. No, no, Jalen Brunson's going to be on ballots, like yeah. in real life. Yeah, like I, I don't think I just this don't is know. Left I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him top three. I don't know if he'll be top three, but he'll but, be in the top five. Like, oh no, Jalen Brunson is playing. Good I think, basketball. I think he'll get some votes. He's been good. I'm trying to think. This year it hasn't been like it hasn't been like a storyline. Like normally it's the storyline of like six man year. Someone will come in blazing for a couple of games and will dominate. Like that's the Jordan Clarkson storyline. 
in the beginning of the season. Early. I'm talking about like down the stretch where like a team is making a playoff push and then the Lou Williams thing where it's like he'll be averaging like 23 a game for like 15 games for some the Clippers or something. They'll be like, oh, the sixth man of the year right there. No, uh, it's just Clarkson shot his shot too early. Like if Clarkson did what you were talking, if Clarkson did a, what the you inverse of what he did at the end of the season, what he did at the beginning, yeah, he'd be running away with this. <clears throat> I mean, Gallo's been playing really nice off the bench as of late. I think it might be too late for his push, and I think and he's fighting with a teammate. Like for like, even though Ingles and Clarkson are fighting, they're fighting for like the top spot. I think Gallo and Bogey are fighting to ballad. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give some love to somebody else. I'm thinking. Nah, I got nothing. I mean, Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton. I yeah. don't think he's well. He's been starting since Fox has been out. I don't know if he'll. Well, he's been out too, so it's like it's. I don't know. And then he plays for Sacramento. Chris Boucher could get some love. Perhaps. I think it's Clarkson's going to win it, but I think Ingles is the more impactful player. That's I, I would give it to Ingles. Agreed. If I had a vote personally, I would vote Ingles, but either one of them should finish first and second. Yeah, but there, if there's 150 voters, I, I feel confident saying 75% of them aren't watching the NBA like us. You don't think so? I think some of those media types that get votes, like basketball is not even their primary sport. From like, they have like a legacy vote. It's true. Like, There's a lot of randoms. Yeah. And some people, yeah. they lobby their way into getting the vote and they just vote yeah. the way. Uh, I mean, you, you definitely get some guys who literally watch like every single game somehow. But then, yeah, you get some who are just, uh, just kind of casual fans with a big name. Yeah, or the guy okay, who votes what, against LeBron for the sake of Melo. This guy. is what I was thinking. Yo, okay, when I was driving a couple days ago, I was thinking, do you think if like people weren't allowed to go on pods or release their opinions on votes, like how wide of a spectrum would these votes have if there was zero groupthink involved? Oh, I think that'd be really fun because I think we already get some. We already get some of that randomness, even when people are allowed to just showcase their votes but if there was like you were not allowed to say anything before the votes were released we would get the widest spectrum of votes and some of the most random things ever especially for things like all defense team i think those Mm -hmm. would be insane and everywhere it'd be a lot of homerism like when that guy would be a ton when that guy voted for Melo that year lebron should have had unanimous mvp 2014 yeah i'm still saying that guy because they have yet to release his name release the names if you have a vote you should be you should release the names, but that will just bring on more group thing. Where they're like, Chris Broussard voted for who? <laughs> well, that's what they've started doing now, right? They've started releasing names with their votes. Unless I people mean, people just, just started saying they're voting for whatever because it makes them trend on the internet. They should release your votes, and if your vote is wrong, you should have to do the Game of Thrones where they're like, shame, shame, shame. shame. You should have to go play a year at Kentucky. Yeah, at least you'll get to meet Drake. You won't win shit, but you'll meet Drake. We got we have eight of those things in case you guys were wondering. Yeah, no, Kentucky did really well in the tournament this year. Uh, yeah, I know there's only one winner and it was Baylor. And I know none of you guys are Baylor fans. Donovan Mitchell, Baylor, Davion Mitchell. (laughs) Sure, okay, but if we're being real, I'm not even I'm not even trying to hate right now, but what's that guy's name? Boston on Kentucky, he was one of the most disappointing prospects. Brandon, was it Brandon Boston? Yeah, that's his name, right? Oh my god. 
he was very disappointing this Please year. Please don't get me started on him. Okay, I won't. <laughs> don't, don't, let's go. Let's go to coach of the year. Coach of the year, man. Just just gift wrap t- uh Tibbs's trophy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Monty Williams and why? Monty Williams? Chris no. Paul is a Nate McMillan. Loan. Monty Williams? Nate McMillan. Fuck Tibbs. I don't think Nate can get it as a midseason hire. Why can't he? They won like 30 straight games when he got on. Like it was clear. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way an intern's ever won it. That would be amazing to see. If it, it were to happen, if it were that to happen, was, it, it could be this year. But I don't think it will. He was on its way to the lottery. And then he took over and it was like instantly. An intern coach is never going to win it. Yo, Rob, how many wins does he have? What about that book? And they got him an extension. They're probably... What do you it's think? They're playing? They're they did it. Like I'm pretty sure. Over his contract. Rob, open the book. How many wins does he have? I have no idea. <laughs> I'll go to I'll go to you guys' internet. Oh, you got obscure notes on games played for Anthony Edwards, but you don't have wins and losses for uh, who are we even fucking source is this? McMillan. This must be the Old Testament. <laughs> I would personally vote for for Monty Williams and Tibbs second. I wouldn't be mad if Tibbs won, but I think Monty Williams should win it. I would. I don't think a Knicks should win shit this year. Yo, your Philadelphia is coming out. You out there ble- bleeding uh, cream cheese and cheesesteak. <laughs> pretzels, <laughs> pretzels and water ice. You say water ice? W-O-O-D-E-R. Water. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ice ice water, though? Oh, you don't know. What do y'all call them? Snow cones? Yeah, we call it. We actually. Uncultured. I'm in an igloo right now. Ah, so. yes, yes, yes. I, it's unfortunate, Zach. I don't have to shoot a bear on my way to take out the trash every night. <laughs> I don't either. It's actually my pet. Actually... <laughs> Wait, so you guys aren't riding with Tibbs? Like, the Knicks were supposed to suck? I have him second. I have him second. But I think the job Monty Williams has done in Phoenix, especially, like, if we're <sighs> – I just – there is no like I respect Chris Paul to the max and I think he should finish top five MVP, but no one expected no one would have put any of those Phoenix guys in like their top 15 probably heading into the year. It's funny Fair. you should say that. Let's see I probably I did. Uh-huh. I probably did, but let's see if I can pull it up. Our top 50 players. Where do you think? Ooh, oh shit. For me, Chris Paul lands at 16. Devin yeah, Booker go. at 17. Yeah, outside the top 15. Oh, so that's ridiculous. For Zach, I might have, 17? I might have had Chris Paul in the top 15. Mm, you're lower on Paul than I am. You're number yeah. 17 for Chris Paul. Okay, I was one spot. Uh-huh, Devin oh, this guy acted like I was going to put Paul at 20. He has uh, Booker at 22. Uh, it's still too high. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what was my top? What was my top ten? Read me my top ten heading into the year. Let's see how good I did. Um, this kid from the kid from Akron. Yeah, Seth. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Kevin Durant. Okay, looking pretty good so far. Steph Curry. Okay, looking good. And then you change the colors here to let us know that like you feel there's a drop off. Yeah, see, you you laid out that list. I have that same list as you. I was just trying to give you a hard time. That that four right there is in blood red. An up, like, upper echelon tier. Like, like it's yes. in the kind of red that would make game and all his homies happy. And yeah. then we go we go into a soft orange with Giannis, Davis, 
Luca, Harden, Dame, Jokic, Embiid, Jimmy, Tatum to, and that's your top thirteen. That's pretty good, eh? That's pretty good. I actually, just I'm a happy spotting, with that. Not a full period, just a little spotting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a just a smidge. <laughs> Listen, um, did you see the mutiny that's going on in Indiana and the research that's happening in Atlanta? With, Nate uh, McMillan is the coach of the year. I'm dying on that hill. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Nate Bjorken, but I guess apparently they want to fight him. I guess TJ Warren requested a trade immediately after he was hired. I don't know how you don't ask TJ Warren after TJ Warren's played for that guy in the G League, and I guess he clearly didn't have a good experience for him to request a trade immediately after he was hired. Is TJ Warren like run it past me guy now? But it's just like, I feel like when you're hiring a coach, I would talk to a lot of my players, especially after the way TJ Warren finished the year. Well, I think the point is that TJ Warren played for him in the G League. I think that matters. Ah, fair. fair. Like, like, what is this guy as a coach? Like, oh, TJ no, no, wants no, to fight him. It's hilarious. And I'm waiting for it to go full. Uh... Yeah, and they want to fight you know his assistants, too. Like, this Pacers team is a is a mess. Full Spreewell? Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go full Spreewell, where he's just choking him on the sideline. I watch every Pacer game hoping, hoping that happens. All right. Um, okay, so one piece of information I want to leave you with. Jokic is probably going, I haven't done my due diligence on this. So I wanted to see if you guys could come up with somebody off the top of your head. Second round MVP. Have we ever had an MVP that was drafted in the second round? Yes. Mo Malone. Technically. That's where I was thinking, but I don't know if he counts. Does, technically. That's the only other one, right? Anytime you have to say technically, it's weird. But it's the truth. He was the second round pick. So Moses Malone (laughs) and... Do we have anything else? Him. Do you, do you know? One. Do you know an answer? Like, is there another? No, 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 no. I'm asking the panel. I, I brought you smart guys in here. Th- that's not question. a panel question. That's like a trivia question where it's facts or fiction. That's when you put the love, internet. I love the trivia. Whip out the book. I, I, I used to listen to this podcast called Quiz the Beat. <laughs> Shout out! Hey, uh, I don't. I don't currently. I don't currently produce basketball content, but look out because there could be stuff brewing in the near future. Zach is back. Follow me at fake Zach Wilson to find out and keep updated with all the recent stuff. Or you can also subscribe to the Limitless podcast. That's what I do right now. Not Andrew, sports related. Plug yourself. Go ahead. Uh, we're currently on high haters, but the scene podcast will be returning eventually as soon as I return back to the States. Of actual being an actual functioning civilian, and why won't you be a civilian? Because they they need to know. Like you deserve a shout out for this. Um, I'm going back to the army. Oh, congrats! And I'm not Mr. Army Man or Mr. Patriotic, but like my guy's going out there. He's serving the country. So y'all make sure you guys show him some love. Zach doesn't give a fuck about this country. He's good in Canada. Yeah, our our nice neighbors. Even though y'all won't let us go there, I'm very disappointed in you guys. I don't make those decisions. I just live. (laughs) Yo, jokes aside, guys, this was fun. I love you guys for pulling up. I'm probably going to hit you guys early next week, later this week, and be like, yo, you want to do all NBA teams? And I'll say no. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'll see you. (laughs) Yo, special thanks to my guests, Hendrix. At by underscore Hendrix. No, made by underscore made by. Hendrix. Yeah, there you go. And at, at fake by Jack Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I'm Rob Shaw, 
aka Shaw's Law Podcast. This has been the Shaw's Law Podcast. And like that, we out. That's the Shaw's Law textbook, yo.